to invite your attention today to the book of 1 Kings, chapter number 17. The book of 1 Kings, chapter number 17. Uh, this week, as I was sitting and I pondered uh, last week, and this week, I said, Lord, what is it that I need to know that I can share with the people? Because I, I, I need to know. I, I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're saying. And I, I want to know uh, about the times that we're living in. And as I began to, to, to converse and listen, I did more listening than I did talking. I made the request in the beginning to God, and then I sat to listen to see what he had to say. And this is something he said, I heard through the Spirit, he says, what we're about to experience will be the days of Elijah. What we're about to experience or are experiencing even now he says it will be the days of Elijah. Now, one thing we have to understand about Elijah is this. He showed up out of nowhere. He, he does not come into play until the 17th chapter of 1 Kings. So he's not known. He, he just shows up on the scene, but he does some, some weird things. And, and he does some things that most people do not do. His, his attire is different. He, he doesn't come with the, with the tie, the tie and, and the suit and, and, and the dress. And the suit. He doesn't come that way. His, his garment is, is, is out of hair and, and he, he, his, his food is, is different, you know. He's about like John the Baptist. He's got on this uh, leather belt. So did John the Baptist. John the Baptist had the camel uh, hair and he had a leather belt. So, so I went and I began to research about this leather belt. The leather belt there meant uh, it applied to people that are poor people. So he, he's, he's so different than what they were accustomed to seeing. So the Lord says this to me. He said, now, brother, he said, now, you tell the people that, that what's, what they are experiencing now or what they're yet to experience, he says it would make them very distinguished and set apart. See, there are sleeping, sleeping giants that has not yet come to the scene, but they are coming to the scene, and they will come to the scene. Mm -hmm. Now, First uh, Kings chapter 17, God bless the reading of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now, chapter number 17, reading verse number 1. It says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. The first thing that we're going to discover, and, and, and the people that will be coming forth, the first thing they're going to do is challenge authority. These are going to be people that's, that's bold enough to challenge weak authority. Ahab was a weak king. In fact, he, his wife really ruled him. He had no backbone. He was weak. But God says, what we're about to experience are going to be people that, that God has hidden because, see, God will hide. He will put you in hiding until time for you to appear on the scene. But they're going to begin to challenge weak authority. Well, These are the days we're going to be living in. Now, then, then he also tells me, he says, now, not only will they challenge weak authority, he said, there, there's a spirit of, of wickedness and evil ruling the land. There's a spirit of evilness and 
that gift or that boldness on the inside, but it's lying dormant until God calls for it to be resurrected. The next thing they're going to be challenging is the political arena. They're going to be challenging the political. They're not going to be afraid of challenging the political arena. Because you think about it, now Ahab, he was the king, but Elijah, can you imagine somebody looking like him, looking like somebody that come out of the wilderness, going before the king and challenging the king about the decisions that he's making and how he's allowing God's people and he's taking them down the long road. So God said, what's what we're about to experience is that that challenge of those children of Elijah, of the, those that's operating under the spirit of Elijah with boldness that's willing to challenge. And somebody said, well, well, Elijah's different. He's one of those prophets. Well, I'm getting ready to correct our understanding. Amen. Now, let's go. Let's go to, uh, keep your place there in, in, in 1 Kings chapter 17. But let's go to the book of James. The book of James, chapter number 5. The book of James, chapter number 5. The book of James, chapter number 5. Because, you know, most people don't understand who they are or the power they have on the inside. But see, that's, we're going to be living in these days. That's what we are right now. The days of Elijah. Boldness. Challenging authority. About the decisions that they make. Now, James chapter number 5. Well, most people feel like, okay, he's a great prophet. But watch what God says in this word. The book of James chapter number 5. Look at that verse number 17. Over there. It says, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. In other words, he's just like us. Elijah is just like us. Elijah is just like Eve. See, he had the power to do what he did through the power of the Holy Ghost. So now he says, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. That's the power of prayer. The Bible says he prayed earnestly. So one of the people that God is calling to the forefront, these are people that are great intercessors. The, those that pray that fervent prayer. See, they're, they're prayer warriors. They're people that does not mind get a sitting at the feet of Jesus and begin to pray until they see something happen. And then they're bold enough to say, it's not going to happen until I say so. Huh. Now that's bold. That's, that, that, that's bold. Then it goes on to say in verse number 18, it says, And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth a fruit. Then he goes on to say, Brother McGill, if you do error from the truth, one convert him. Now, one thing God says to me, he said, Now, Brother, help me to understand that they have power in their, in their mouth. You you have power. The life and death is in the power of the tongue. God says, listen, let them know that those that's going to come forth, they got power in their mouth. And what they are going to speak is going to come to pass. Now, not only will they challenge uh, uh, authority, but it also begin to talk about how there will be a proclamation that they're going to come against. Going back to 1 Kings chapter number 17. Let's go back there. Now, Understanding who you are, understanding the power that you possess, understanding those that, that are during this time of Elijah, the days of Elijah, 
how they're going to be so bold, they're going to speak and they're going to say, nothing's going to happen until I say so. That's bold. Because he had God on his side. Now, the next, the next proclamation that they, they will make, the next one that they will make, huh, is coming from the latter part of verse 1, chapter 17. It says, as the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, he says, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. He says now, there will not be any dew or rain for that duration of time according to his word. Now, let's go to Psalms 133 because we need to deal with this, this dew here. See, when you think about the dew every morning, that, that, that dew falls every morning. It falls. We don't, we do not acknowledge it, or sometimes we just overlook it. And sometimes we, when the, when the dew goes back up, when things changes, what happens, we're already up and then you know, might be still sweeping. But we need to understand about dew. Dew is sour. Dew is sour. Okay? Then he says that it comes unnoticed. Now, when you look at uh, Psalms 133, and looking at verse number three, because we have to identify about this dew. Hmm. See, dew covers, it, it, it nourishes, it, it, the dew blesses like the kindness of God. You know how it is when you come down to the kindness of God. When you think about dew, because the dew saturates everything. It's on every, it falls on everything. That's the way the kindness of God is and his mercy. So, if, in other words, it rains on the just as well as the unjust. And that's the kindness of God. Okay? Now, Psalms 133, verse number 3, it says this. It says, as the dew of Hermon... And as the dew that descended upon the mount of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even for life forevermore. So the word dew there, that, that he was coming up against, that the proclamation was against, when he told me it wasn't going to rain three and a half years, then that word dew there means the blessings. He, see, those that will come forth, they will begin to come uh, speak against uh, the, the blessings. Not only the blessings, but the favor and the prosperity. Not of the righteous, but of the weak. Because you have to understand that Ahab was a weak king. And he lets God people down the wrong road. So those, the, those that come in this, this, this generation, the days of Elijah, those that are going to be speaking now, they're going to begin to call for heaven to hold back the, the, the blessings of the Lord from the wicked. Even though God says he, 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 he reigns on the just and the unjust, what, what God is saying, I'm about to pull back some, some mercy. I keep the Holy Spirit. I'm about to pull back some mercy and grace on some unwicked folk. Amen. Because see, what God is doing, he said, I, 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 I reign on the just and the unjust. In other words, I reign on the same and the unsaved. Something I bless on the, on the uh, unrighteous and the righteous. He said, but right now, I have people, the sleeping giants, what God calls them. He said, they're going to come out, and they're going to begin to speak against the blessings. Some of us, that will live right, still get blessings of God, right? Amen. 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 We, we still do that, right? Can, can, we, be, can we be real in the house? Yeah. Amen. 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 Because some of us like to you know, pretend, but Bill, we like to pretend it's, it's all right, everything's okay. You know, but we don't understand that's the mercies of God. He's not blessing the unrighteous. 
That's just God's mercy, God's kindness. So, so, so what they're going to do, they're going to begin to speak against the prosperity and even to the point of, of long life. Now, let's go to the book of Haggai. I know we're going to go to some places, Old Testament, but it's good for us to know. Because, see, they're going to begin to come against those blessings of the wicked. See, we've got to be careful who we hang out with. Well, we've got to be careful who our bed partners are. And I don't mean in the flesh. I mean in the spirit. Because one thing you do not want is, is the wrong person, the wrong bed partner, with the wrong type of spirit. You know, because then you can get what they got. If they got demons, if they got leaders, you will have them. You know the reason why? Because you land up with the same demons. Amen. So you got to be careful who your bed partners are in the spirit realm. Amen. Now, going to the book of Haggai, I still want to deal with, with, with this dude and, and, and the rain. Still want to deal with this dude. Still want to deal with this See, he, he's praying. See, when we really get before God and have a relationship with God, we can begin to release the words from our mouth and speak what heaven gives to us, and it will come to pass. Now, they spoke in regards to cutting off blessings. Now, Haggai chapter number one. Okay, Haggai chapter number one. I'm going to read begin reading in verse number nine. Verse number nine says, Ye look for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow me. Have anybody experienced that? Amen. But you, you look, you know, you're the soul now. Mm -hmm. You never heard the preacher say, we sold, you know, you're going to get some money back. Most of them talk about money, but you want to be real. Amen. Amen. They ain't talking about nothing money. You get that, you get that money, you get that dollar, you know, then you're going to get all this stuff back, yeah. okay? But see, there's some things there that's incorrect. Amen. Now, what he says here, he says, you, you look for much because you just sold it. He said, now, but he came back little, and when you brought it home, he says, I didn't blow it. And then he says, why? Say the Lord of hosts. He says, because of mine house that is waste, and ye run every man of his own house. God says this. He says, now, the reason why this, this proclamation is going to go forth is because of the condition of God's house. I don't mean the emphasis, God says. He says, the condition of God's house, God's temple. Now, this is why he's going to do what he's going to do. Because remember now, the, the, the authority, those that was in leadership, they were leading the people down the wrong road. The whole nation. So God had to deal with it. So God sent people that aided Elijah to challenge him. Somebody from out of nowhere that nobody knew anything about. But he was bold enough to speak to weak leadership. Hmm. Bold. I call that bold. Because most of the time we're afraid to challenge leadership, right? Regardless of the right or whether they're wrong, which we're, we're afraid sometimes to challenge. Amen. Yeah. But God said, he's, and during this time, he said, I'm going to send forth those that are bold enough to challenge leadership. Now, verse number 11 says this, verse number 10. Verse 10 says, therefore, watch this, therefore, the heaven over you is stained from what? Do. The heavens are going to be stained from you. They're going to be stained. In other words, the blessings won't flow like they used to. You know, you look at one point in life, the blessings really did flow. But now he says, now the heaven, he said, therefore, the heaven over you is stained from dew, stained from your prosperity, stained from the blessing, stained from favor. See, many of us have gotten a favor from God 
now. He says now that, that the dew is going to be stained from over you. And it's, then he says, and the earth is stained from her fruit. In other words, there won't be no increase. See, sometimes we get increases and don't do right by God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We get yeah. Amen. I'm going to finish right now. Then we're going to come back to the text. Amen. Sometimes we, we can get the blessings of God. Amen. And we give everybody else their share, but we don't give God nothing. Tax time. Amos, Amos, the book of Amos, chapter number four. Amos, chapter number four. Put 
Amos chapter number four. The book of Amos, Old Testament. Amos chapter number four. Should be up on the screen. Amos chapter number four. Now, verse number six says, uh, and I also have given you cleanness of teeth, God speaking, and all your cities, and want of bread, and all your places. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. Watch verse 7. 7 says, And also I am withholding the what? The rain from you. Rain represents blessings. So, and what we're going to see and what we're going to experience is uh, withholding of the good things that God's going to give. Everybody's not going to get it. Everybody will not get it. When it comes to rain, it'll be raining on the just and unjust. A lot of unjust is not going to be getting the blessings of God. Not only the blessings, but watch out about, about the mercy and the kindness of God. Okay? He says, And also I am withholding the rain from you when there were yet, watch this, when there were yet three months to harvest, right before you're supposed to get your increase. God said, I'm going to hold back. <laughs> I'm going to hold back. And three, can you imagine three months before you're supposed to get, get in the harvest? Three months before you're supposed to get in a, 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 a bondage. God said, I'm going to hold back around. I'm going to hold back to blessings. He says, right when you think you're about to get the, the, the mother load, thank you, Holy Spirit. Right before you think you're about to get the mother load, God said, I'm going to stop it. Well. Why? Because God is going operating and having uh, young people, middle-aged people, old people. It doesn't make any difference. They're going to be the one that's going to be responsible persons for God. And nobody likes to hear hard things in this day and time. Everybody likes to hear good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if I had said that, 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 uh, if the Lord had said, well, everybody's going to be blessed, you're going to be running over with abundance, you're going to have, uh, you're going to be blessed spiritually, you're going to be blessed physically, and you're, oh, and you're definitely going to be blessed, blessed by an excellent. I bet the whole household said, amen, right? Amen. amen. But sometimes our life will be jacked up. Okay? Amen. Spiritually. So, so God said, listen, right before you get ready to get that, and you know you're going to get it, God said, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Yep. Then he goes on, he says, uh, three months before the harvest, then he said, watch this. Oh, wow. God, this, this is, you're going to be seeing your brother and your sister get it, and we're going to be without it. Mm -hmm. But then you better understand why. Watch what he says in the latter part of seven. He says, and I caused it to rain upon one city, caused it not to rain upon another city. One piece will be rained upon, and the piece went off where upon it, it says it will rain not, it will wither. In other words, it's like this. Um, it may be raining down at it, uh, blessings will flow uh, down at Sister Faye's house. Amen. It should be overflowing with blessings. But come down to, who can I can teach you? I guess I love you myself, but that's my name. But no, I ain't gonna put that on me either. Amen. So, <laughs> what we're gonna say is, some of the other folk out there, amen. Amen. You gotta be careful about the words that we speak. Yes, right? yeah. Because the words that we speak, you know, they're powerful. And, and they bring forth life. They call things into existence. So, in that house where it's been blessing, somebody out there, maybe, um, we, we don't have no, no dick out there, no, no dick, but Jane, we won't have those in here. So some of them, some of them out there, you know, they, they will be getting them blessings. And it'll be somebody that you know. And it's like, oh my God, God's really blessing in the house. What's going on? Well, you got to understand you have to consider your own ways. Mm. What is 
Because if God's not shortchanging you that, we shortchange to our own self. Amen? But God said, this is what's going to happen. And then he says this, there will also be a demonstration of power. Uh, and then he says, what happens is that God's going to do some more challenging. First Kings chapter number 18. First Kings chapter number 18. Amen. First Kings chapter number 18. He says now, not only will leadership, those that's in authority, weak, weak authority, or weak leadership will be challenged, but then he's going to do this. So sometimes we think, okay, he's going to just deal with them leaders. That's what he's going to do. He's going to deal with those people in authority. No, God's going to move on down the path. Amen. Amen. Now, First Kings chapter number 18. Are we there? Yeah. Here's the next challenge now that, that's going to come forth. That's going to come forth. Verse number 21. It says, and Elijah came unto what? All oh, the people. See, now he's bold now. He's bold. Now he, not only did he dealt with those that's been and, and making bad decisions, but now he had to come back down to the people. Because see, we all have a choice of what we do. Hey, can I get an amen? We all have a choice of what we do. Amen. Now he says, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between how many opinions? Who opinions? Now let me tell you something. You got a opinion that Satan has put in your head, and then you got the opinion of God. But that's a decision time. God says, How long? See, church folk, Christian people, have to make a stand. You, you, we got to stand for something. Because if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. Amen? So he says this. He says, now, how long will you be a halt between two opinions? He says, if the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. Watch what happened. And the people answered him, not a word. They didn't say one thing. They didn't say anything. <laughs> How long? It, either you're going to follow God or you're going to follow Satan. You can't have two masters. But a lot of people do have two masters. It, it, it's, it's most difficult to, to straddle the fence. That there's no way to, to walk correctly and straddle the fence all at the same time. So God said, a decision has to be made. Who you going to follow? He said, either you're going to follow God or you're going to follow the devil. It's just like that. It's just like either we're going to hell or going to hell. And they don't preach hell no more. Everything is beautiful, right? That's all we want to talk about. All hell is glory, but hell is hot. Yes. Amen. Amen. But we don't want to talk about that because we're afraid that we might offend somebody. But it's better for us to mourn the Holy Spirit to mourn about the two places and then we can have our own choice which way we want to go. Either we decide to be with the Lord or we decide to be with Satan forever. Listen, if he didn't drove me crazy up here on earth, I would never go without him going with him eternity. That's forever. But see, there are opinions. He said, how long, how long, how long are you going to be a hope between two opinions? He said, that's a, it's time that these are people that's going to be speaking to the people and say, it's time for you to make a choice. It's, it's time to decide which place you're going to stand. Where are you going to stand? Are you going to stand with God? Or are you going to stand with sin? In other words, we got too much compromising that goes on in the body of Christ. Amen. There's too much, God says, there is too much compromising that goes along with the body of Christ. You can't call wrong right. 
of the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the hearts of the children back to the father. Why is that? You know, I got to think about, you know, the shooting and, uh, and our prayers continuously go out there. But one thing, I, one of the many things I picked up was those children were so happy to see their parents. Yeah. They were excited mm -hmm. to see mom. Mm -hmm. And they were excited to see dad. Mm -hmm. Some dads was in a different state, wasn't even still connected to the mom. But they were they they called them both, didn't they? They was just excited. See, God just turned the hearts of the children back to the father mm -hmm. and the fathers back to the children. God said that will become harmony and in these days we're gonna see more harmony in the family. Now, last verse, let's go to St. Luke chapter number one. This will be the last verse. Promise you. I can only give you what God gave me. And then I, and then I sit down. Okay? St. Luke. Chapter number one. Remember now. There's going to be a challenging authority. So when you see which authority being challenged, don't think it's out of order. They're just operating in where they're supposed to be operating. And then when, when, when you begin to see the challenge and the call for righteousness, mm -hmm. don't think bad about it. Don't, don't think they're up in their nose. They are trying to spare your life. Can I say your life? Challenge. They're going to be challengers. Challengers. <coughs> now, St. Luke, chapter number one, says this. Verse, Verse 16. <laughs> Verse 16 says, And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. It says many. It says many. All the time we talk about, we have to know who we are. We are Israel. We have to know who we are. Right. Sometimes we want to give your credit over there to, to, to somebody that's fake. You know, that's pretenders. And the Bible talks about them too. But you, you have to know who you are. You have to know where you came from. You have to know your roots. You have to know that. It's very important that you know your roots. And that's why sometimes, you know, yeah, people get talking about black history month. Okay. You've been talking, but do you know the, the facts behind it? Right. I asked one young man about, he was throwing out a person's name to me, and I said, well, what did they do? He mm. had no clue. Mm. Don't throw out something that you don't know. That's right. And if you don't know the history and background, you you can give somebody some false information. Exactly. And then you can you can take away you can take away your own heritage. Yes, you you better know who yes, you are. Yes, That's why we have so many folk confused today. Because they don't know who they are in God. That's why so many people are sorry and saving because they do not know who they are in God. They have not a clue. Oh. It says now, he said they're going to turn, they'll be turned back to the Lord. But watch verse 17. It's the last verse. 17 says, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. The disobedience to the wisdom of the just. In other words, you know, those children that are disobedient, huh, they're going to be walking around with some wisdom. You're like, where did it come from? It's the, it's the wisdom of God because that's the time. That, that's the time we will be living in or is in right now. Then he says, uh, not only the disobe uh, disobedience to the wisdom of the just, watch the last line, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Mm -hmm. See, all of this has to take place. And the reason 
heard to hear me say. You can't get around with God's word. Nope. Can't get around God's word. Can't do it. Okay. And you give you God's word. I don't know if she said righteous, no. I'm gonna give you God's word. You call God said righteous. Mm -hmm. See, this is our roadmap to heaven. This is our roadmap. This is the final authority, and this is the only authority that rules and reigns in heaven and in the earth and beneath the earth. Amen. So, regardless of what we decide to do, we get called by book. So, therefore, God's going to send people that's going to challenge situations and circumstances of our life. He's calling for righteousness. Why? Because the time is going now. Yes. Time is showing Think about it. How old, when, you, when, you, when you go back home, I want you to think about this. And ponder on it. Every time you see it, every time you see one of those young kids that's, that's 16 years old and 17 years old, and they're speaking with authority, and look at those, 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 those uh, newscasters straight in the eye. They don't even blinker. They, they, I mean, when they begin to speak and they begin to talk, they talk with authority. Now, how many 16-year-olds are talking authority? Mm -hmm. So that must, there's some changing going on. There's some changing going on. And listen, it's not going to be one, one, one particular age. No. These are sleeping giants everywhere that's going to awaken to do God's bidding. And they're going to be doing some challenging. They're going to be doing some challenging. They're going to be speaking with power. Can you imagine praying and asking God to hold back the rain? Let a drought come. And all of a sudden, bam, it happens. And we wonder why there's a drought. Well, we might be one of them who's praying. Might be one of them giants. Things are different now. Just wonder, not spring, but you know what? You go outside and get naked spring. <coughs> but the Bible says you will not be able to tell one season from the other. So that lets me know we got to get right. Yeah. We have to get right. It's not, oh, I hear the He says it's not optional. <laughs> it's not optional. <laughs> you know what makes it difficult to live with Christ? When we try to live in two worlds, you can't live in two worlds. It's impossible. You can't serve two masters. It's impossible. The Bible says you're going to love more than hate the other. So who you love and who you hate? That's what the Word of God says. There's a call. We're living, we're living, and experiencing the days of Walking, I hear the last word. God says you'll be walking in the supernatural. You're going to be seeing people walking in the supernatural. Supernatural. Wow. That's powerful. Amen. Let's get another.